Okay, welcome to Reassociation. This is the Sunday afternoon show on the 4th of June 2023. So we're rapidly approaching midsummer again, or the beginning of summer, depending on where you count beginnings and middles from, or however that works. I don't even know how that works, but the 21st of June is the, is the summer solstice. And if summer starts at the beginning of May, then it's midsummer. If summer starts at the summer solstice, then it's the beginning of summer. It's all very complicated. So um, I've switched back to the Roadcaster Pro 2 as my audio interface for the afternoon. I thought I'd try a few things out and broaden the scope of what I'm doing a little bit. So this is the show. been playing with a, a site called call in which i'm finding interesting i've had a couple of good metaphysics discussions well one good metaphysics two good metaphysics discussions one of which was inter- interrupted by technical issues i think they both were actually but either way they were decent and it was worth was worth doing at the very least and there's a community there that's Half a dozen people are following me, and I've only been active for a week. So there is a community, which is a good sign. How it's going to develop, I'm not sure. Calling itself has been bought recently by Rumble, which is how I discovered it, which means that their integration with Rumble is going to get better. There, there isn't very, There isn't any integration with Rumble at the moment. Well, they've got quite a reasonable, very simple interface for creating live shows and podcasts, which would fit quite nicely under the, the live shows tab or the podcast tab on Rumble as they develop their audio system. They've already got a video system set up, so they might as well do audio as well and combine the two together and have call-ins, and yeah, audience participation is what, is what the world's about these days, Web 2.0 and all that. all that. All that likes and shares thing that we got used to about 15 years ago that didn't exist before that, apparently. All right, I've been listening to a lot of Lester Levinson again. Lester Levinson's the guy who came up with what became the Sedona method. And a lot of his material is from the the 60s and I think some of it's from the 50s. 
which a lot of the audios are on archive.org and a lot of the audios are on YouTube now. So this is a piece called Go High to Release. And what he means by go high is he means get to a state of courage, acceptance, or peace. Um, below that, you've got apathy, grief, uh, ag flap, ag, fear, lust, anger, and pride. So he wants you to get above all of those negative emotions to courage, acceptance, peace, and then release the lower emotions. So it's about 25 minutes, this piece. It's, it's a good one. I've listened to it many, many times. So here we go. How many of you wait until you get high before you release? How many wait or go high to release? There's your problem. You're not doing it. What are you doing? You're wanting to feel good, so you wait until you get down, and then you release to feel good. And because you only want to feel good, that one release can make you feel good, and that's it. For the time being. Until you feel not good again, you'll... You release again to feel good again, thereby dragging out the whole process. Now, if you would release for the purpose of wanting to go free, then it would take you months to clean out all the garbage. But you're not releasing to go free. You're re releasing to get out of the misery. It's a drawn-out process that way. In the beginning, you have no choice. You're so bogged down in heaviness and misery, you need the incentive to get out of the hell to cause you to release. But now that you've moved up, that should be past history. The reason for releasing should be to go free. The highest feeling, the highest state you'll ever get is total freedom. Do you believe that? Okay, so why don't you go all out for the highest state and go free? Because you're holding on to the heavy state, which equals ego. Ego is the cause of all misery. Ego 
is the manner in which we separate from the all of the universe, from the oneness of the universe. Ego must go if you're going to identify with the oneness of you. Ego is a compilation of all the ag-flat. You start from being the all to putting a fence around you called I, Lester, I, your name. By setting up a mind, which is only the sum total of your thoughts, feelings, and expanding it outward more and more with more thoughts and more feelings. And the more you do that, the more you're moving away from I, my being, to I, my, I being Lester, with a mind that's almost unlimited. And therefore, we can move away from the oneness to the extreme, and this is what we have done. But the reason why you're not going free quickly is you're releasing the feel-good. And that causes you to stop when that goal is accomplished. Whereas if you were releasing to go free, you wouldn't stop. You would bless every opportunity that would come your way to gain a, an additional piece of freedom. <clears throat> Every down would be a wonderful opportunity to you. Every down is a marvelous opportunity to release and go up. You're not falling into the later steps of the six steps because you're missing the number one thing, wanting to go free and replacing it with wanting to satisfy the ego, the I personality sense, chasing after the high state externally in the world, where for each ounce of pleasure you take, you get pounds and pounds and pounded with pain. This is so obvious if you just look at it. The things that you thought were most pleasurable in life have given you the agonies, the greatest agonies. Basically the opposite sex. As you move up, your sex desires should be released. And you reach a place where there is no sex. There is no male-female. You look at souls without a tag, male or female. But every desire is a, an extreme bondage. Every desire is saying, I lack that. The all lacks nothing. The all is everything. The oneness includes every last atom. 
And so you've pulled yourself away into a little personality and are trying to keep that personality surviving, and that's more important to you than taking this tremendous high state, which is yours by nature, which is inherent, which you cannot change, but you can look away from it and assume this little ego, body-mind. You're not looking to go free, and that's why the whole gang of you are not all the way by now. You're looking to satisfy this body-mind, thinking, therein lies your welfare. And every day it's proven to you that your welfare does not lie there. You never win. For each ounce of happiness you take via the body-mind, you get hit with so much pain. Every thought has a certain amount of pain to it. Why? It pulls you, your attention away from your beingness. When your mind is quiet, you're in the most wonderful place there is. But every time you brought into it, it's a disturbance of the inherent natural total peace, equanimity, tranquility. That is natural. But again, the reason why you're not establishing that tremendous state is you're looking for it where it isn't. You don't want freedom. You want that terrible game of playing ego and having moments of pleasure with long periods of pain. So I'm suggesting that you wake up to this fact. Release when you're high. That ought to be put down in your notes with big caps. Release when high. Go high to release. Everyone has exactly what he or she wants in the sum total of our wanting. Mind's only creative. When you want freedom, you're going to get it quickly. And I say months. Because it'll be your number one priority. And regardless of what's going on in your life, you'll keep releasing. All that suppressed energy is trying to push up and out. And you're trying to hold it down. Stop holding it down and every bit of it would leak out. It would push right out. Holding it down is holding on to the ego programs. You've got to recognize that first you want to be a, a limited ego. Then you've got to accept that that isn't it. Just by looking at your life. It's been miserable for millions of years. Sure. We all think we're so smart, and boy are we dumb. 
for an infinite being to live in the extreme limitations that we do, how smart is that? But that smartness that we feel and think we are is subconsciously knowing our beingness. And the dumbness is forgetting that. That it is our beingness that is omniscient and smart. So we must get to the place where we identify all the time with our beingness. And when you do that, you see the mind-body world as an out-projection of your mind that you set up. And so what will be your attitude? And good and bad are exactly alike in that projected movie. It's a projection. That's the thing you've got to get to know. What's the difference whether it's black or white, good or bad, hot or cold? It is a projection out there, an imagination, an imaging in my mind, a thing that I set up. I am not that, I am my beingness. When you identify with your beingness, the mind matters not, because you know it for what it is. When you identify with your beingness, the mind and all its garbage matters not. Because you know the mind for what it is. The sense of ego contains all likes, dislikes, all thoughts. You must Get your attention off it and put it on your beingness, which is there all the time. Is there there any time when you are not? No. This infinite beingness that you are is there all the time. Identify with it. Hold my mind is not it. My body is not it. My mind and body are out projections from it. Identify with your beingness. Release when you're high. The higher we are, the closer we are to our beingness. Highness, quietness, equate. When you go high, you've you got the energy up here. Here you have the least energy. In apathy, you've thrown in the towel. Up here, you've got the highest energy. So move up into this area. And then dig for the fear of dying. Down here, you're drowning in it. And you cannot let go. 
Up here you can confront the fear of dying. And when you get that out, mostly, you can clean out the remaining relatively easily. Aim to go up here to release from. If I would have said these things to you some time ago, it would have been meaningless. Because you're so drowning in your ag flap, you just can't see straight. The only thing you see is the ag flap. But every one of us has moved up into this area, knows what it's like. can put ourselves there and then dig down deep and confront the fear of dying, the insecurity, the fear of living. And by so doing, you'll get rid of all fear. Fear is not natural. What does uh, an eternal being have to fear? about dying especially. So from here on, make it a point to get up here, feel high, and then dig for the fear of dying and release it. Your point of focus shifts from body-mind just onto beingness only. You stop thinking about whether this chemical or that chemical is going to do this or that to me. You don't think, am I going to get approval or control? No matter what anyone says to us, it does not hurt us because we are infinite beingness. How can what someone says interfere with that. They cannot. And so you move toward the imperturbable state. And I know of no better yardstick of checking where you are at now by the degree to which you can be bothered. Move to that place where no one and no thing can bother you anymore. And remember, the ego is the mind-body. And the mind has to be quieted, and then you identify only with your beingness, and that's the ultimate state. And that's what I wanted to say to you today. Get out of the pits, go up here, complete the job. It only takes months or less. If step one is in there, wanting freedom more than you want the ego nonsense, the other steps fall into line.
And you get down to step six where it's a delight all the time. Because you just go higher and higher and higher and higher until you can't go higher anymore. There's no place to go. You're all over the universe. You're infinite. (laughs) And that's simply all the time identifying with your beingness. I am this. Then you'll see the whole truth that there is. There's nothing but I, my beingness. Everything else was an imagination, an illusion. So I say, go for it. Keep it in mind. Go high and release. Of course, if you're down, release to go high so you can release more deeply. Don't stay there. Move on from there to higher. You're right. Most of us have been using it to escape the misery. I'm saying don't stop. Go higher until you can. There's nowhere to go anymore. You're all over the universe. Use the highness to release. You have been using releasing to go to feel good. That's it. And you stop. You're ridding yourself of millions of years of accumulation. But it can be done in months. How do I know? I did it back in 52. Not knowing what you know. Had I known the method... Instead of taking three months, I really believe it would have taken one month. Because the first month I just released on approval love. And then I was spending the second month releasing on wanting uh, control change. And then the last month, these are approximate zones, I saw the fear of dying. And I worked on that. So I I was really going one at a time. Uh, Approval, control, security. The aversions to the world are difficult to see. Your attachments are obvious, and you're chasing them all the time. But the aversions you push out of the way. So when you go for a goal... Up come the antis, oh, I'm afraid I can't, and all that stuff. So it's a gimmick for getting up the aversions to the world. Getting them up into sight so you can let them go. If you don't get a thing into consciousness, you cannot see it or handle it. So achieving in the world is a way of getting up the negative. The only reason why the world doesn't serve you with affluence and abundance of everything is you have thoughts to the contrary, and they're suppressed. Moving to get things in the world, the contrary feelings come up, and you release them. Because if you cannot be successful, you're holding on to programs 
but hold you down and you don't see them. That which you don't like, don't want to see, don't want to be. You want to avert it. That which you want to avert. And the opposite side is attachment. That which you want to hold on to. Those are two big words, attachments and aversions. They keep us bound. If you are the all, how can you have an attachment or an aversion? There's nothing apart from you. And you end up with the feeling the universe is mine. From infinity to infinity, the universe is mine. And it is. Ha uh-huh. ha.